Hello, welcome to episode 5 of Dirty Kimbasa Podcast. Here we are, five in, and we've not run out of content quite yet. No, no. Uh... We did promise to ourselves early on, didn't we? We said if we can do ten and keep it rolling, then that might be a sign that we could keep it rolling longer. My if... daughter, daughter, the teenage one, has provided me with some um, content. Uh, she said something to me the other day, and it's an expression. We were on a bit of a rant all the week, weren't we? Do you remember when we were talking about Americanism? Would it and trigger Tony again? No, it didn't trigger me, actually. I thought it was quite good, this one. It was... And what she said is, is some of the young people, the youth of today... Youth. The youth. Two Fs. Yeah. They say, um, chat shit, get banged. And she said that to me, chat shit, get banged. And I thought, that's quite catchy, that. And to be fair, people who chat shit should get banged. The problem is that the generation that say this, chat shit, get banged, aren't really capable of it, are they? You know, you, like they say, chat <laughs> yeah. shit, get banged, but you don't believe them. We ought to say things like that, and people would think, oh, hang on a minute, you know. Uh, that but I thought, yeah, that quite, chin me one. Quite, yeah, yeah. quite a catchy one, that, you know. So I'm quite, quite impressed with her there. Chat shit, get banged. So that were it. And um, we were also on, um, you, you found that horrific news article, didn't you, about the... <sighs> Fucking Australian weirdos. Yeah, well, I found one that's not quite as weird. I'm going to read it out. Now, being old and galloping senility catching up this, I've screenshotted this because I saw it on the internet. Right, well, while you search for that, I'm just going to give a bit of feedback on uh, stuff from somebody at work, actually. He says he liked that we sort of went, here's episode and go. He says, where's other podcasts he listen to? They prattle on for five bloody minutes, don't get going. And by the time they do, he's driven to where he wants to be and... He's not got time to listen. Oh, well, that's interesting, that, because I felt like we just prattled on for an hour. (laughs) Uh, So so he liked that. Grand, that's good. Have you found it? I found it. Go. The Suffolk Gazette. I I screenshotted it, and I thought I'd... um, What I should have done was screenshot the whole page so I remembered what newspaper it had come from. But as it happens, it's mentioned in articles, so we're all right. A Suffolk man with a bizarre sexual attraction to tractors... Oh, here we go has been banned from the Suffolk countryside and forced to sign the Sex Offenders Register. <laughs> Reports that from the Suffolk Gazette, Ralph Bishop, I'm going to name the dirty bastard. <laughs> yes, fuck him. Dirty Ralph, bastard. Ralph, Bas- sorry, sorry, Ralph Bishop, 53, was found by police with his trousers around his ankles, quotation marks, interfering with a tractor parked in a field outside Saxmundham. He was arrested on suspicion of outraging public decency. Well, I'm hardly outraged. I, t- I take it you want pinching parts off this tractor I, then. I don't or, know. No. Let's, let's read on. <laughs> and admitted to have having sex with around 450 tractors. As you do. Well, the fucking stud. <laughs> yeah. When officers searched his terraced home, they found a collection of more than 5,000 tractor-related images on his laptop. Uh, Tractor porn? I don't know. Where's your mind going? I mean, is this images of of him banging tractors? Or is it just of the tractor posing provocatively? I don't know. In a bikini. The (laughs) photos showed Bishop had a special desire for John Deere and Massey Ferguson tractors, and particularly light green ones. David Brown, I, c- I could maybe get on board with, but... It takes all sorts, <laughs> doesn't it? I, I mean... God. Do you know what? It's not hurt anybody, has it? Unless you happen to sit in his bunkster <laughs> when you get on your tractor. Sieges. I mean, it's not like he's going to break it, you know, I mean... I, oh. I I, I'm going to be honest, right? I mean, he's a fucking weirdo. But You're not kidding. It's hardly very public, is it? 
you know, and, and and to be honest, had I had been judge, I'd have been inclined to let him off with a what was it? Public outrage a, or something? A outraging public decency, you know. Now, <sighs> you're you're a farm lad, a bit, a bit. You're a bit of a farm I'm half, lad. Half there, yeah. Would you? I mean, would you have been that bothered? Would I sexy time my tractor? No, but would you have <laughs> would, been that bothered, be bothered if, if, if you found out your tractor had been sexy timing <laughs> some so, somebody from down the road? Would you? Would you have been that upset? You probably wouldn't. Yeah, really, would you? You probably wouldn't notice. I, if well, you did notice, you're probably going to think he's nicking parts off it. Yeah, that'd have been that. I'd have been more concerned with that than yeah. him interfering with it sexually. By the time mean, he's pulled his undercrackers up and left a, a tippex on tyres, then uh, I don't think you'd be right bothered. So no, I think that's definitely a, a frothy news story, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a a strange one, and maybe it's the reason we don't read the news so much. <laughs> Go on then. Have no. you got a bit for us? I don't know the bit of feedback. I'm going to quote him. I've just shown you his pickup truck, right? That nice orange pickup truck that he has. John, he says, you're not going to make a bloody good podcast with knob jokes and shit like that. <laughs> Have we had a knob joke? I don't know. I'm not even sure he listened. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, maybe we need more knob jokes. It, it tickled me. It really did. Well, you said about knob jokes, so I'm gonna. Oh, we've got a knob joke. We, we've not got a knob joke. But we've got a we've got a story, and um, I'll let you decide whether it's funny. But it's it's dark as and and um, I was gonna use a pseudonym and an, as an anonymous caller, but to be honest, I'm gonna admit this was me. <laughs> this was me. I, I mean, I felt you know that maybe maybe you've had enough of my stories, but here we go. So I was 17 years old. Hang on, is this going to cause public outrage? I, I don't know. I was 17 years old and I was going on holiday with my first proper girlfriend. My first, like, proper, proper girlfriend. She Are we going to name her? We'll, we'll name her. Hello, Amanda. She was um, she was beautiful. She had a lovely smile, a twinkle in her eye. Dark, tumbling curls like a gypsy princess, you know. Um, and appropriately enough for a gypsy princess, we were off on holiday. And we went down to Devon on the train and stayed at the caravan site. It was lovely. There was a bit of a pub down the road that we found served as being underage. Walked um, to the pub one night and then um, had a couple of like light beers and then came back to caravan and things like that. And there was um, commercial caravan sites. All the caravan club guys going the big tourers with the twin axles and the... Big yeah. four-wheel drive. We're talking like a haven site or a Butlins um, or something like that. No, it were more touring caravans, but right, with okay. a few statics you could hire okay. out, and we so had one of the statics. Static. Right, okay. But there was also there's like a um, a purpose-built block for the touring caravan folks with toilets, showers, yeah, yeah. Um, washing up facilities, laundrette, all like in the middle. Yeah, you're not and shooting your water potty unless you have to do. We, you we both decided we'd nip in there and use a toilet. I had a pair of zip-up khaki Bermuda short type things. Classy. I, I, I was very much looking like our man in Havana. I think it was, I think it was, it was Dawlish, Dawlish Warren in Devon. We'll give them a shout out. And um, big up Dawlish anyway, Warren. Anyway, so big up. Yeah, it, it's a lovely spot. But yeah, so really, so um, Amanda went into the ladies and I went into the gents. And um, I wasn't wearing any underpants. I um, shook off my little todger. Was, was the, the underpants thing now? I want details. Set the scene. Um, is this well, from a previous uh, encounter at night? Or? No, no, nothing like that. This is just, was this just this a going a, commando this, thing? This is a tale of young innocence. I was going commando. Right. And, you know, it's, it's not like I was performing any sports and likely to injure myself or anything like this. Um, so I stood at the urinal and finished having a nice long wee. Um, we, weed away me 
pint and a half of whatever local concoction I'd drank. Shandy. I can't remember what it was. Something like, I think it was Adnam's Broadside. I just think you want to have been cider down that way. No, I, I'm not a cider drinker. I've, we've discussed cider before, haven't we? I like proper cider. You like your proper cloudy brewed yeah, cider. I don't like that I fizzy, don't like fizzy it pop cider. Because it comes after both ends. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> let's leave it at that. I'm, I'm not. Cider was the drink of the alcoholics when I were a kid. True, true. But um, anyway, so I've, I've weed away my pints, shook off, and zipped up. And therein lie the trouble. I tried to scream. I tried to scream, but no sound could come out because there weren't enough air in my lungs. I tried the, I were in agony. So before I something caught, about Mary, you've done a something I about caught, Mary, haven't I you? I caught my foreskin in oh. the zip. And um, I'd zipped it right up, and you could see it were all blue and black, and like bubbles of flesh coming out between the teeth of the zip. And um, I mean, to this to this day, I've still got a tiny scar. You've got a zip scar. Tiny little zip scar on there. But I mean, it, and it is tiny to say that the injury looked so severe at the time. And was so prepared. And I, I was all in bits, and and it bled. I bet it did. It bled. It bled a lot. It it bled. Very soon, my um, khaki Bermuda shorts were scarlet. Do you tried... bloke listening to this now has put his legs together oh, and he's I going, oh, fucking hell. I tried to put my hand to it to stop the bleeding, you know, and, and I didn't know what to do. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I just bleeding. The trouser leg was soaked, it was dripping everywhere. I, I started to feel a bit woozy. I put my hand <laughs> out, leaving a red bloody handprint. <laughs> on the immaculately newly white tiled surface and staggered a little bit more and smeared it across the across the walls of this it started to look like a massacre thing. and um, I thought there's no for it I'm going to have to go find Amanda so I um, went out she wasn't there she was obviously still in the ladies so I thought alright oh, okay so again and I'm feeling quite faint at this time I think I, I think I, I'll be honest I think I was panicking a little bit mm. you know that the extent of the bleeding made the injury seem worse. Had you than got it was. the zip back down at this point? No, you no, were still I couldn't. Stuck. I'd, I'd tried and I tried, oh, I couldn't do it. And fuck. We we get anyway. So there's not for it. I'm going into the ladies. <laughs> so covered in blood, leaving a dripping trail of blood behind me, I went into the ladies, which had also been immaculately white tiled. All the cubicle doors were shut. The ladies had a different layout that they didn't have. Urinals. Separate urinals, <laughs> yeah. separate sink and a row of bogs. They had, like, self-contained toilet bog shower sink. Toilet bog shower sink in right, separate yeah, cubicles. Yeah. And each one of these, four of them, occupied. was occupied. So you're lucky ladies in one I, of these. I dropped to the floor, prone position, to try and look <laughs> under... <laughs> See if I could recognise her feet and her shoes. <laughs> if I recollect, she was wearing flip-flops. Sadly, I was mistaken. <laughs> she was wearing a pair of strappy brown sandals. But in my panic... Drunk and bleeding state, yeah. Well, I wasn't that drunk, but for some reason I got it into my head that she had flip-flops on and I, I dragged myself along the floor, <laughs> leaving a trail of blood... <laughs> smearing all over the floor tiles to the next cubicle where um, the, the different shoes and eventually I thought, saw some flip flops so I banged on the door help me Amanda. <laughs> I, I was like quick come out I need help anyway I was getting up the door opens and this old woman 
I say old, she was in her 50s, a matronly type. The, the type of woman that stands for no nonsense opens the door. And luckily, you know, the scream was cut short. She didn't scream for long. <laughs> she composed herself quickly and realised I was in trouble. Turned out she was a retired nurse. Good girl. You know, and um, she sorted me out with telling me to stop being such a big baby and um, things like this. And um, she soon had it out of there. She didn't fuck about. Let's like, basically, ah, ah, there you go, you're out. You know, and, oh, jeez, you know, oh, but. Um, Does she not know trapping your foreskin in your zip actually hurts more than giving birth? To be honest, I I, I don't think it... I think it hurts more than anything. I've been, <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I've been run over on my motorcycle and it didn't hurt as much as that. <laughs> An old lady up at Lindley ploughed over the top of me in a car and it didn't hurt as much as that particular 10-minute episode. That's all it must have been. You know, and um, there we go. So I'd like to apologise to that woman for giving her a bit of a shock. Amanda had actually already left the um, toilet cubicles and was wandering around looking through a shop window. Um, so I got a bit of a, what the fuck's happened to you? When I got... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> by now it was all over my pristine pale blue shirt as well as the um, khaki Bermuda shorts um, and all over the rest of me. And I was a bit of a, I, I looked like a, a butcher's block. And I'd left the both bathrooms looking like a butcher's lock. So I'd like to apologise to the staff at Dawlish Warren Caravan Site. No one had been murdered. <laughs> Good poor bugger clean that up now. It were me. <laughs> so there you go. Um, I don't think that's a dirty kimbasser. I think that's an unfortunate young man. Unlucky, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, to be honest, I've never gone commando since. <laughs> yeah, but lesson learned, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to work on a caravan site. You look so, like a pikey. Yeah. And some bastard left blood all over it. So, no. Um, what we used to do, I worked at... You know, they got some idiot walking around in a... What's he call it? A, a cartoon character costume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. they were in Tiger Club or whatever. That's it, yeah. yeah. Oh, they didn't so, have one of them. You were a bit more upmarket, this place. Well, this was a haven. So it were considerably... Rory the Tiger. <laughs> I've been there. Fat, used, fat used, people go, supping ale while the kids play. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So I used to go there... From about 14 onwards, that was Tony Slope in his coffee there. It's a good coffee. It is. Yeah. You'd make somebody a lovely wife. So, yeah, from 14-ish school holidays, I used to go to stay with my mate that lived at SEMA, and he'd got his all-year-round kind of job, nine months a year, whatever it is, working on this holiday camp, so I'd join in there. So we got a job with this uh, Photoshop, as it was, and you know they got a little photo booth and they put all pictures up that they've taken the night before and they get them overnight process oh, did you do that? Did you? And people come in and buy them now I was never a tall kid so I got a job as photographer and I were alright at it except for one day that I, forgot, uh, I, I was in my defence not my fault gaffer passed me camera right you're good to go and we did whole front row at club well, like any filming it. no fucking filming oh, it wasn't until yeah. I got to like 40 on Winder thinking that's a 36 film here hang on it's all digital and pixels now isn't it what days of, uh, of film so yeah anyway I lost the entire front row there but other than that I were alright and my mate were quite a bit taller than me and he'd wear a costume which were a horrible job because it were a warm place to be and you're sweating yeah you know and yeah. you know what you can do about it so anyway a few nights in he says you'll get a fucking costume tonight I've had enough of that Right, okay. Well, people notice that suddenly tigers are footing out shorter. <laughs> there must have been six or seven inch between us. It was quite a bit taller than me, yeah. So I got this costume on, 
I'm trying to remember what costume it was. There was a Bart Simpson and then there was like a, a bear thing. I think I went in bear thing. And it, it didn't fit right well, I have to be sincere. It didn't fit right well. And One my, size fits all, kind uh, yeah, of. Yeah, my mate were a bit shit with a camera, so it were, it were destined to be a crap night. But you couldn't really see where you were going because you, your head fitted top of suit, but then eye holes were a good six, seven inch away from your eyes. So actually, you were looking through two peepholes into distance. So you'd You've only. looked through peepholes before, <laughs> Ben, haven't you? <laughs> and you couldn't see anything within like 20 feet of you. Unless you put your hand to your mouth and sort of look down, pushed eyes to your eyes to look down and see what you're at. It were best if you just stood still. And we'd, we developed a method with, oh, okay, we we'll get one kid on one side and you lean over and take a picture to the right. And then cue on the other side, lean over, take a picture to the left. And you could switch left, right, left, right. You could rattle them off. Loads of pictures, dead easy. But then they wanted them getting around with families at tables as well. So up I get again and I'm off walking. Anyway, unbeknown to me, this little kid runs up to me to give, give the bear a hug. I puts my knee straight into his face. You couldn't even see it. <laughs> Not even. I didn't even know it had happened. I'd need this kid right in nose. Knocked him clean, flat on his back. Bust his nose. <laughs> Poor little bugger. So, my mate's trying to get his kid back to his parents with, with a bloody nose and apologising and trying to sort of explain the situation. Not happy. So, anyway, that was last night I ever spent in suit. Oh, <laughs> Poor kid. Can you imagine trauma? It must have can only you, been about three can or four. You, can you imagine? Run up to this little bear. Poof. Can you imagine today? today's... Oh, there'd have been a Today's claim. parents, you know... Today's parents, if someone like... Yeah, oh, if, if you if you were little Tarquin, you know... Yeah, I mean, there'd I'm, have been definite blame and claim today, wouldn't there? I'm not being funny. If that had happened to me as a kid, my dad would have probably given me a thick ear for, for getting under somebody's feet. <laughs> yeah, to wear your nasty Yeah, yeah. They want the right lot of sympathy growing up for us. No, no. <laughs> Upside to this job, you try and make sure you got pictures of all the girls you fancied in one at costume, because then they come in shop next day, up there for thinking. You see, they're coming in, so you can have a chat with fit girls. So did that, it work for you this ploy? It did. Did it? Nice one. But they came in, they left, they bought the photos, left. So we figured better way of doing it. Where I didn't fit girls ones under the counter, waiting for them to come in, then go. Oh, where's our photos? Oh, just check through these extra ones here. We didn't have room to put up, you know. And then you got chatting to them, you see. So, it all, it all sounds a bit rapey, this bit. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> when you have to lure them in and bait them, you're doing something wrong. Well, no, no, come you on, know, no I mean, difference. It was just keeping them that two minutes longer to get chatting. I mean, God, I know out of the two of us, I'm the looker, but <laughs> <laughs> which in itself is scary. You back to your auntie Val telling you this? <laughs> yeah, the, my mum says. Uh, <laughs> She's oh, not biased at all. Yeah, no, it's a funny one. Now, I've hurt myself, Ben. I've hurt myself. And you'll know yourself this. We've got to a stage in our life where we hurt ourselves and we don't even know how sometimes. Now, I've got no idea how I've hurt myself. I've gone over on my ankle somehow and managed to bolt tendon and things. And it just got me thinking. I've got a lot of mates in Lancashire and they're bloody weird over there. But they've got a special word for this. And I think the only place in country that has a special word for spraining your ankle. So, you know when you go over on your ankle to the wrong side, it bends at the wrong way. You've twisted your ankle. You've twisted your ankle, you've sprained your ankle. You've, you've gone over you've on your ankle. You've gone over on your ankle, you've rolled over on your ankle, whatever. Yeah, it all makes sense. What do they say in Lancashire? Any ideas? Whatever they say, it'll have a funny sound to uh, the, the vowels, um, won't it? 
Ask her this. They've crookled. Crookled. Oh, I've, I like crookled. Oh, I've crookled. Have you crookled, lad? Aye, I have crookled. Does anywhere else... It, I mean, in a better Lancashire accent. I, 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 to be honest, unfortunately, my Yorkshire lungs reject any attempt. Foreigners. Yeah, that's, Foreigners. that's it. You know, um, Do you know they've got Lancashire tea now? Nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's fleet sweepings up off floor <laughs> mixed with witch's piss. <laughs> Foreigners, that's what they are. I had a shock the other day, chatting about music and stuff with wife. She's never played a vinyl record. Never? Never. Really? Couldn't believe that. Now, you'd think that there were 20 years between. There's only four and a half years between us. And she's never played. She's oh, my granddad had one of them. I st- oh, my I, granddad. I still play vinyl records. Blimey. You know, it, it really did surprise me. It's interesting because I bought some CDs. I've got a new car. Has it got a vinyl player? I wish it had. I wish it had. That'd be good. Um, pickup truck. Quite, I'm quite excited about it. It's a man thing, isn't it? It's, it's not a new car. It's 12-year-old. But it's new to me. And there's always something exciting when you're a man about getting a new vehicle. Isn't there? It's nice. You start looking over it. If you've got an owner's handbook, even better. Oh, Ooh, I'll just look, see where they put the jack. I spent a nice 40 minutes looking through manual. And nice. It, you know, just, it's, just, it's just nice to have a new car cleaned it out a bit because yeah. it looked like somebody had been keeping chickens in it and that so, half hour where you sit in driver's seat and find all switches yeah, and wonder, make sure everything does what, everything wonder yeah, what yeah. these buttons do heated seat that's a nice, nice treat yeah, I've never yeah. had one of them before but it's got a CD player and I've kind of moved on from CDs CDs are dated now it's, it's gone, all it's um, obsolete it's all, what do they call them now um, MP3. MP3s that's what, that's what I was looking Bluetooth for Bluetooth to your phone yeah that's yeah, it yeah. well this it's been a little bit old it doesn't have um, an aux input yeah and it's a fitted console radio so I'm going to to put an aftermarket radio with an auxy but so I thought do you know what I need some CDs so I got oh, right okay I'll, I'll I'll get on I'll get on eBay I'll get them cheap enough Fleetwood Mac bit of Bruce Springsteen you know just something to to listen to and things like that so I've, I've got and order myself some CDs it just got me thinking that but I do still listen to vinyl and it was strange because recently I've shown my children how to put the vinyl record onto the turntable Lift up the needle and position the stylus into the groove, you know. Yeah, on the edge. On the the edge and showed them how to do it. And they didn't know that. And of course, something that never occurred to me that they'd not seen it before. No. Did you show them how to skip a track? No. A little line between. I don't, well, I I don't skip tracks because I just sit and listen to it all. I just I'm a bit shit with music. I I don't really have a music collection. Although, what I did realise recently, even though I like several sort of genres of stuff, they're generally black men. Right. So I, might, I must have a thing for black men. Maybe you have. <laughs> Maybe you have. Yeah. Um, delete so, your browser you know, from, history. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, from rap to James Brown. Do you Brown like to, rap? Yeah, do you? I do. The genre with the silent C. <laughs> you know I what? like James Brown. I like I like James you know, Brown. I like Otis Redding. Hello Black. Is he black? He sounds it. Hello Black. Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry. I like him. You know, the... The, the, yeah, strange one. I, I'm using but, Spotify a lot, and I like it. I like it. Yeah, I didn't have a spot. I've said it before on podcast. I didn't have a Spotify account till about four months before we started doing yeah. this podcast. Because being a tight Yorkshireman, I didn't think it were free. Do you know what's also it really, it really is, and really it's, it's good and it's shit at the same time. Have you listened to that podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but what I've found myself doing is I found that it's not happened so much during lockdown, but I've kind of taken, we had this like little routine, me and Little, and school mornings, you know, now and again on a school morning, once or twice a week, 
call off at supermarket in Elland and go to the supermarket cafe and have a little bit of breakfast there and just chill out. I'd have a, a posh coffee and um, little... Posh as mine. Is it good as mine? It, this, this kind of thing. On, on a par. On a par. And um, little and maybe have some slices of toast or something. It was just nice to just sit and spend a bit of time across the table, eat cafe, different surrounding, you know. Nice chilled out morning and then walk on to school. What I found is that I'm now at, at an age where the music they play in supermarkets is is good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, supermarket music is now my easy listening playlist. You know, um, and we had this conversation with um, with my little one and oh, do you remember oh, this isn't a good record? It was, and it was the weight by the band. <laughs> I don't know that one. You know, it's 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 it's, it's, it's good. It's it's, it's it's old music, but it's all right. The uh, I won't I won't sing it. I don't want to put our listeners off, you know, because you were saying we've got a steady stream of increasing listeners, and I don't want it to suddenly drop. So I won't sing. But um, I was singing along to it, and Emily says to me, "Yeah, Dad, who's who's this?" And I says, "Ah, oh, well, this song is called The Weight, and um, the band are called The Band." What the band? She says, <laughs> "Yeah." I says, "Well." I think they should have come up with a better name. I think, she's and that's, right. I think that's probably right. But yeah, quite perceptive sometimes, yeah, kids. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, but yeah, supermarket music is now good. So that's where we are in life, you know. But it's good that it's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's shit that I'm now finding it good, and I'm I'm now wrong wrong side of forty. But um, it's also good that I'm starting to appreciate things. It's free music. It is. We're back to being tight Yorkshire. <laughs> it is. Did you record it on your phone? I, I did record <laughs> it, but you know, um, now and again, there's an app. Um, I've got it on my phone. Holly, my eldest, put it on my phone for me. And what I can do is, if I hear some music that I like, I can tap this button, oh, and the yeah. phone listens to it and tells you what and it was. I, like analyze it and says, "Oh, this is um, the weight by the band." Well, I didn't. I knew that. <laughs> But yeah, that kind of yeah, yeah. that kind of thing, yeah. And it's uh, so if I hear something new that I don't know it is clever stuff that yeah, like trickery. Yeah, it is good. So I'm going to ask you I have two questions for you. Kinder eggs, remember them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I remember them as a kid. Had a, a little Tat. blue car with a, a little flywheel in. Yeah, and revved it up. And mm. off it went. Yeah, yeah, that's one I remember. Are they illegal no, in in America? In case kids eat them. Kids eat the plastic. Oh, it's an American way, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, stupid. for everything. So, yeah, Kinder Egg, right? You can picture them. It's a duck egg size, would you say? They're quite a big egg. Bit bigger than a good good hen's egg. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I wouldn't like to lay one myself. No. Well, it'd melt, wouldn't it? What's inside it? A little yellow plastic capsule. Why is it yellow? So you see it? Egg yolk. Because it's white on the inside and yellow in the thing. Egg yolk. Is that, is that why it's like that? It's a yolk. It's not, it's not to stop Americans eating it then. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. All these years, 40 years I've been having Kinder Eggs. And never twigged. Never twigged. Well, to be honest, that, it's never twigged. I've never thought yolk. about it in that way. But when you think about it... It makes sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, weird one. Yeah. Hey, did you know that... You know, you hear about aircraft and they have a black box. It's not black. It's orange. Yeah. So they can yeah. find it in wreckage. I have a question for you. Go on then. If it's so indestructible, why not make plane out of the same stuff? Probably wait, mate. You'd probably, never be looking for black box, probably, would you be just wait. looking for black plane? I'll tell you what I found interesting, and I think um, Pan American were the first to do it. 
Pan American, they don't exist anymore, do they? Pan Am. Pan Am. Pan Am, Pan Am flights. You don't get them anymore. No. I don't think the airline still works. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a plane spotter or anything like that. I've got a life. No. Um, I'm just alienated all that half of our listeners, aren't I? Um, the 1% that's left. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I don't know if you remember. It's, I'm going back to when we were children, sort of. That's that kind of era. So, late 70s, 80s. And you used to see planes and they'd be shiny polished oh yeah, yeah. right um do you know why that is no right and they'd, they'd maybe only paint half a plane and left rest were polished because when you got something the size of a jumbo jet a couple of coats of paint oh, adds up to weight yeah, yeah yeah it adds up to a, a lot of weight and it's all about saving weight and someone said well hang on a minute we can save weight here by only painting half of it. You know, so just so we can, and we'll paint a bit so that we can just put our livery on it, and we'll just polish rest because they're aluminium, aren't they? Like a aluminium alloy kind of thing to to be light and stuff. So yeah, that's that's why they used to do that. And I I, I like to know things like that. I'm interested in how the world works and stuff. I'm, I'm, Right, here's a question. How does your kitchen work? Right, picture your cutlery drawer. Right, I, I don't have a cutlery drawer. What? I, I, do you have my one of these things that you put your knives and your forks and your things in? Like, Yeah, but it's not big enough. Right. I have an old dresser that I got off an old mate. It belonged to his mother. And um, it's um, my kitchen's a work in progress. It's a bit of a building site. You've been in it. I've been in I'm it. Still, I'm still on with it. So I We recorded the first two podcasts in it. I am quick because it's a building site. I haven't um, finished it yet. I've been doing it eight years. But Crack on. <laughs> I'll get on with it yeah. one day. You know, yeah, but yeah, so I, uh, everything gets chucked in this drawer at dresser. I've got one of those like sorty things, yeah. but it's not. It doesn't hold everything, so it all spills out. So it's it's a case of you playing um, sharp thing roulette, putting your hand into my cutlery drawer. Right, question then, your sorty thing. Yeah, just to prove you're part of civilized world here. What order is your your knives and forks and spoons left to right? In my case, yeah. going to be awkward. Front to back. Front to back. Front to back, because, it, as I say, it's not built for... You're a fucking savage. <laughs> You're a fucking savage. Get out. There's, there's no woman's touch in my life, remember. You know, I mean, there's me, there's me and two little girls. I'm, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't... Right, hang on. Let me, so, let me re-propose this question from, for you. From front to back. If you had a drawer... Right. And if it had a cutlery thing in... I, I'll describe... <laughs> The, the order I try to keep it before everything <laughs> spills out. So, right at the very front, long stuff. So, like, your, your knife right. sharpener. The so, if that were in your drawer normally, that would be on right-hand side. Bread knife. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, bread knife. Okay. That kind of shit. Fruit knife. Yeah. Like Next one. Yeah. All right. Forks. You're fucking savage. Forks. That's all it. Next one. Forks. Knives. Spoons. And then there's a little a little side one, and that's got all teaspoons. Right. And what looks like a clear blue butt plug, but he's actually an orange juicer. Okay. I bought it from a local charity shop, thinking it were a butt plug. <laughs> it's never been used. Not as an orange juicer, anyway. <laughs> so what you've done here, to join the civilised world, you need to swap. Your knives and your forks around. Why? What should it? Knife, fork, spoon. Yeah, normally. I mean, obviously, someone that's not a luddite would have it. That there is a reason. Draw. There is a reason I put forks in first. Because you're a savage. There's, and it's there's a correct way. In in my little drawer thing, the middle one is slightly longer. It's it's wooden. Is my thing. 
and the middle one's made slightly longer and the knives I have are slightly longer than the forks I have. So you by by maybe like, I don't know, two eighths of an inch. So the knives go in the slightly longer one. And so there is actually the science there. It's science. Yeah. It's not random <laughs> me being weird. Everyone in a civilised world, right, as first of all, tray at 90 degrees to what yours is. Teaspoons at front, spoons on left, forks in middle, knives at third one, and then long stuff in long one. Right? Look, if you want to join civilised world, you need to sort this it's out. All, it's all very well saying I'm a savage, right? I could sit at the Savoy and know which cutlery to use with which course. I'm, 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 I know the etiquette, you know. Just just because I don't stand on ceremony at home don't mean, <laughs> don't mean you can't take me anywhere nice. <laughs> If, if anybody wants to, ever, and, and if they let us in. <laughs> I can't take my kids anywhere nice at me. I think they've forgotten what cutlery is. They just sit there scoffing it in with their fingers. I know. I'm saying to them, pick it up. Pick your bloody cutlery up. You Stop using your fingers. We're not going to any restaurant. Remember Ross restaurant? Remember restaurants? Do you remember them? A place that we used to be able to go. Tell you what, matey, when, when all this bloody weirdness is over, I'll take you and kids and missus and we'll all go over. We'll all go to Flyer and have a bit of tea is that like flying horse my, my mate's place we have a message from him haven't we we'll come to that oh we have got, we've got a message from one at lads haven't we, we from we'll, one, we'll one at lads at flyer yeah. yeah but restaurants right it's got to be in my bonnet with restaurants I'm glad we've come round to that a nice segue almost professional oh what <laughs> segue what's that I don't know bah that <laughs> <laughs> shit restaurants right now a standard's been set in our house because our lass is an excellent cook. I know she is, yeah. So, when I go to a restaurant, we want at least as good as that. Yeah, you want excellent food. Yeah. Now, I can get on board with shit restaurants that are cheap shit. McDonald's, it's not barely a restaurant, is it? But it's cheap, it's shit, and the South's fine, you know? All right, yeah. You pay a couple of quid for a burger, you expect a couple of I, quid's I, worth I, of shit. I'm, I'm going to let you talk, but I'm, then I'm going to defend McDonald's for you, right? <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to... I'm going to big up McDonald's and the people that work there. Because I'll tell you what, I couldn't bloody do it. Oh, no. I'd kill somebody. But, yeah. No, go on. But, go on. you know, quid burger, <laughs> expect a quid. Yeah, and that's all right. That's fine. Shit restaurants, cheap money. I'm fine with that. Honest cheap shit, isn't it? But pricey shit, that really fucks me off. Yeah. I, These I, places I call themselves restaurants. And I'm going to name two of them because I've been to them. And they were both fucking shocking. Nando's. People say cheeky Nando's. I've never had one. There's a shit Nando's and there's no Nando's. That's it. I've, I've never, I've never had a Nando's. TGI Fridays, basically same shop, same shit. I tell you what they look like. Like somebody's gone to farm foods and gone to shit freezer and just gone. Yeah, there's all that shit there in shit bags. We're gonna buy that shit, put it on a menu, give a teenager T- a fucking TGI's frying pan and a tin quite, quite dear for your working man, isn't it? Yeah, TGI. It is when you consider it's. Farm foods type shite. Right? But do you know what I don't like at TGI's? When it's Sunday's birthday and all staff come around oh, to sing. It's cringy, Fuck off. Isn't it? Leave me alone. Yeah, cringy. Yeah. So we it's went... not even my birthday. It's my mate winding you up. <laughs> yeah, just trying to get a free beer. Yeah. yeah. So we went to one. It were in Halifax at that new plaza thing. And I forget which one it was. It were either Nando's or TGI, whichever one's there. I can't distinguish between... They're both equally shit. The TGIs usually have um, a fairly newish, shiny Harley Davidson parked up, right? Drained of oil on a metal stand welded so kids can't knock it it over for folk to sit on and have their um, picture taken. I'll tell you what, 
I got into a fight a couple of years ago outside the George Hotel in Halifax. Oh, sit on your bike. You were, a couple of lads sat on my bike. Wankers. Lads old enough to know better. I fucking filled them in and the mates. Wankers. Yeah. Assholes. You don't sit you don't sit on a man's bike. You don't mess with a man's woman. Those are the rules, aren't they? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm in TGI Nando's shittery, whichever it was. First time ever. And I'm looking at this farm foods freezer menu, basically. And I thought, right, okay, well, we'll order some of this. And my lad, he were only about five at the time, eldest. So he could read, but not that well. So he's ordered from pictures. And there's this juicy-looking dish. Waitress. <laughs> juicy-looking waitress. Dish. Come, yeah. come here, wench. <laughs> Serving wench. That's why the... you don't get on in restaurants then. <laughs> and that's why they threw me out. Yeah. So my lad's pointed, he says, I fancy that, Daddy. Because I, I don't often order from kids' menus, because kid menus are generally shite, out the fish fingers and chips, you know. So he ordered this dish that he's seen that looked lovely. And this fucking excuse of a dish came. This pathetic-looking dish. And I says, hang on a minute, look. Fetch us a menu, will you? Says, yeah, of course I will, yeah. So she fetches a menu of her. And I opened them, this picture that my lad had pointed at, and I helped plate up. And I went, you see what that looks like on there? I said, and you see what you've served him? I said, that just don't look anything like. I says, he can't read that well, so he's ordered front picture, and you've sent this excuse of a dish. Can you can you sort that out for us? And she went, what do you mean? And I said, well, take menus at Chef, and take him this dish, and say to him, make that look like that for us. You know, I mean, there's a spotty teenager in the kitchen with a tin open and a deep fat fryer, so, you I know, know what I mean? And, 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 and I always find it hard. I mean, I'm not the kind of man that's ever going to give a waitress an hard time. No, and I didn't. You know, I, 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 I was polite to. Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm. And but, well, something that makes me cross is, and I've seen it, and it, it fills me with a blood thirst. You know, when um, you see a, a grown ass man shouting at a kid in a bloody restaurant. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No te- Taking out his frustrations with the world on some poor bugger on minimum wage. No. Yeah. The, the, you know, it's just something. There's no cool about it, is there? No. But yeah, I, I know you'll have been no, polite, you know, I know, I know what you like. What you know. I was saying, to, I'm trying to get across is, this dish ain't 12 quid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, just take Chef, this menu and dish, and just say to him, make, make that one look like that and fetch it back. And to be fair, they did have a go. I mean, they probably shat in it and pissed in it as well, just to get me back up, you know. But So, shit, re- shit restaurants for... Good restaurant money is basically what well, it is. T- to be honest, though, I let's go back to McDonald's. Right? Go on, McDonald's. I think right. I'm all right with McDonald's. It's cheap shit, yeah. and that's fine. And, and to be honest, do you know what? My parents like McDonald's. Older it's... people, and they like it, and they go. And do you know what? They must be doing something right, right. because there's thousands of them in there. Also, the um, I've never had a bad experience in terms of service. It's always been polite. In fact, to be honest, our local ones, they've always been really friendly. And not falsely friendly either. Genuinely, nicely friendly. They've been yeah. the staff in the McDonald's. I've, I've always had it great, pretty um, efficient. They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty good. The um, they have a policy where they give older folk jobs. Yeah, yeah. So like my mate, um, my mate Michael DC. Shout out, Mike. Nice bloke. Semi-retired, but don't want to give up just yet. Yeah, yeah. Give him a job over at the one over in. Um, over in Rochdale, he don't like to do customer facing stuff, but he'll unload wagons at back and just potter about and do a bit around car park for him and things like that. And I think that's great that they do that. It you brings know. a lot to a workplace having a and an older a, chap yeah, there, yeah, with, with a bit, a bit of, of world experience, experience yeah. yeah, amongst all kids and stuff. And he loves, he enjoys working there. And um, like I say, the other thing is like you open your um, Benjamino's Italiano <laughs> place, right? Hang on, will I write this down? You can. I'm giving you business ideas. Yeah, yeah. I just should charge this, right? But you are free to. Ah, oh, we haven't got we haven't got any um, 
potatoes we usually use for chips. So, ah, we'll nip down to green grocers. We'll have them ones today. All right, we'll no, and nobody's bothered, right? You know, because you're independent, you're a one-off, you can make it however you want. Yeah. McDonald's have that franchise and everything. Now, I know they order everything in, but they can't just go to a different supplier. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything always has to be to that same standard. We can't have curly fries today because we've yeah. run out of fries, can we? You know? Yeah, the, the, everything's got to be to that same standard. And that in itself, to a business, puts a different challenge there, doesn't it? Because, yes, all right, they, they can't run out. Yeah. They can't not have something in. They've got to have that. And, and I think, from a business point of view, I think, I think it's quite a labour-intensive business, is a McDonald's. You know, I think there's there's quite a lot going on. I mean, yeah, we go, we, we rock up at the hatch and we get a burger through it because we can't go in now at the moment, right? And that burger's always the same, isn't it? Yeah. It's always made to a standard and it's never, it's never what you not expect, is it? No. no. You know, and, and I think that in itself is good. It's and I think, I think the staff there are all pretty good. And I, I'm never going to be somebody that bloody shouts them. If a mistake's made, they quickly sort it without any fuss yeah, or hassle. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. It's it's cheap, but it's it's not pretending to be better yeah. than it is, though, is it? Well, no, that's you know? it, you know. Um, but I, I mean, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to slag them off, you know. Um, I think I think they were pretty pretty good at what they do. And I'm not slagging them. Really. No, 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 there's not many places you walk up and go 99p burger. Yeah, but no. what I am going to slag off is chefs in inverted commas. These are the ones I'm talking about. I'm a chef. You've watched Gordon Ramsay on telly. And in some ways, it's TV chefs have kind of spoiled things. In some ways, they've made it good because they've set a standard and being a chef is cool. Now, go back to when we were at school, right? Nobody wanted to be a chef. True. I but, wanted to have a pet to, shop. To be honest, if you were a chef, it meant you failed your fucking GCSEs at one time, didn't it? Yeah, all right? economics were... Uh... Yeah. You know, that, that were it. Different you know, league, wasn't it, it? it? It meant you weren't good at bloody physics and maths, didn't it, if you yeah. were going to be a chef. But now it's changed. There's something a bit cool about being a chef. You know, restaurants are cool and things like this. And, you know, I, I actually like Gordon Ramsay. You know, he's... Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, if you threw a fucking cutlery drawer at me, I'd, I'd boot him. Yeah. But I'm at amazed the, he hasn't been chinned. At the, oh, yeah. At the same, at the same time, I, I quite like the fella. And um, I appreciate what they do. Round corner from you, Matthew... 1885. 1885, yeah. Talented chef. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good at what he does. But you also get these chefs who, they, they don't, they're not chefs. They heat food. Yeah. But they say they're chefs. You see them outside some chain pub in a pair of stained whites, looking like they've just got out of bed and not had a shower. And I can't do with it. But you also get like these chefy gimmicks, right? And a presentation that doesn't actually improve the food. It's all about, like, look. So, there were a bit of a fad. Square plates. Yeah. Save me my food on a square plate, it'll annoy me. It, it will. It's it's a gimmick, it's shit. It's designed to look trendy, look contemporary. No. That's the word, isn't it? Contemporary. Right? But let's not stop. Let's not just give Tony a square fucking plate. Let's put it on a roof tile. There you go, Tony. There's your sizzling stick. On a bit of roof. Ironically, the person you've just mentioned, Matthew. Yeah. Whilst his food is excellent, yeah. he started doing that. As they are. And it, sometimes when I've ordered, I've just said, "Go get me a plate. Make sure it comes on a plate." 
Yeah. What I also like doing at this... Uh, I'm going to give him a plug. Give they, him a plug. They, they, they are a good business, and he's a nice lad. 1885, nice lad. the pub. Yeah. 1885, the restaurant. I forget where he's rebranded it as now. In Stainland. Cracking pair of chefs, Nathan yeah. and Matthew. And the pandemic-wise, what a load of shit. They've been yeah. bummed, haven't they? Yeah, of course but they have. They're a pair of cracking chefs, <laughs> so when we're allowed to eat again... We'll go there. Get there. But... yeah. I have several times I've said to him, just give it me on a bloody plate. Yeah. But what I do like to do when I'm there, they must think is, you're, They must. They must think, oh, these fucker, fucking <laughs> you know, wanker, wanker next door. <laughs> beautifully, me, it's next door. I can just walk around. It is very good though. It's what convenient. Do, yeah. It is. Yeah. What I like to do is just say, tell him to surprise me, chefs. You know, amuse yourself. Don't I mean, don't piss on me food. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, amuse yourself with. Whatever, a yeah. main or dessert. I call or... this dish Spunk a la Spunk. <laughs> <laughs> Creme de la Benjamin. So yeah. I quite like doing that. And yeah. I've, I've done that in several restaurants, like Thai restaurants sometimes. Do what you want. Not, yeah, yeah. Just just bring us just bring us what you think is good. You know, £20 a head, bring us a, a load, you know, and, and let chef go for it. Yeah. And it's, it ah, it can work out really quite yeah, well, yeah. that. No, it is a good place. But yeah, um, so you get your chips. My chips have come in an old enamel cup. Yes, little metal buckets next door. My stew's been served in an army mess tin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I didn't think I were on shooting ranges. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's what yeah. they do at the work. But I, 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 I don't like gimmicks, you know. I'd rather have a good hearty meal. On a plate. On a plate, served properly. Yeah, yeah. That I can enjoy without having to fuck around with a, a miniature frying basket full of prawns. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, oh, You've, you've brought me my mashed potato in an old fire bucket. <laughs> you know, fantastic. There's a reason plates have lasted so long, yeah. isn't there? Plate it works. Plates work. Know. Plates yeah. work for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Nice bit of mason's ironstone. Clang. There you go. So and a plank of wood. Planks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. want. I don't want it on a bit of a bit of That's scaffolding board. There you go. There you go, Tony. I, I didn't have any plates, so I've caught this scaffolding board. There you go. Here, here you go, Tony. <laughs> I've served your soup, your soup, in a cut-off section of an old tractor tyre. <laughs> that fella in newspaper to like that, wasn't he? He'd have probably tried to bum it. Oh, maybe that's what he was trying to get parts for. Yeah. <laughs> when I message in, somebody's just listened to episode one. Oh, they're behind. They've got some catching up to do. Playing catch up. We've yeah. talked loads so, of shite since then. And he's talking about when I mentioned my theatre. You vile little pervert. Pervert. 15-year-old boy's dreams. If you want to know what that is, go back to episode one. So, he's asked to remain anonymous. I'll just read it out. Evening, just done episode one. All good. I can concur the fashion show thing. As a lad, teens to early 20s, I was an AV stroke sound stroke lighting technician and worked at fashion shows all over the country, including the Civic, Victoria, Theatre, and places like Selfridges Hotel in the centre of London. Sounds like he's a local lad, though, if you know it's civic. He is. This was the early 80s. The Halifax Courier had involvement in the Civic Theatre show. That's what we thought when I told him. Yeah. Diane Crabtree, yes, of the Big Daddy Crabtree family, was the paper's fashion correspondent. As a young man, I was fascinated. Fascinating in inverted commas, you know, like a wanker does. The model's total disregard for modesty backstage, but kept my head down and worked as diligently as I could. Mm. That lucky, lucky what man. he needs is a pair of those wrap-around sunglasses. Oh, yeah, with, 
mirror mirror what's it you know just so oh, you, just so yeah. they don't know where your eyes look yeah, yeah yeah my dad's had a pair of them for years so he can drive along and look at joggers without my mum thumping him yeah yeah i On think f- it must be an age thing because i've started looking at joggers there's some good shape joggers ah, there are. that's why they're the, the jogging but, to be a good shape yeah crack on keep it up yeah we like joggers shout out to joggers Big shout out to joggers, <laughs> shout out to joggers. On the final night, I had to work elsewhere. I was totally gutted to hear that Chris, the lad who stood in for me that night, was invited to the after-show party. He oh! Was a... <laughs> Someone stood in for him? Stood and... in for him. He was a rare commodity in a party full of pissed-up models. Young, straight and very much available. I was gutted to the extreme. <laughs> to also hear that he got shagged senseless by the very model I had a soft spot for. Oh! When I say soft, I do, of course, mean very hard I don't think there was any need for that this is enough to break a young man's heart that's yeah frustrating that isn't it add this episode in a future episode if you like but please keep it anonymous alright Dave I will (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that that confirms they didn't give a shit backstage yeah I remember that or maybe maybe they just didn't see you as a threat they didn't see me at all because I was because you were up in (laughs) you were playing Batman (laughs) Maybe that's it, yeah. 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 We need to give him email address, Ben. We, need, we do need to do Now it. that we're on Spotify. Spotify? I, feel, I, I think it oh. sounds right. Cool. Like, I tell kids, ah, oh, tell all your mates your dad's on Spotify. No. Yeah, because Sp- <laughs> Spotify would be down with it with kids, I think wouldn't I, it? You'd you know? have thought so, wouldn't you? You would, you would have thought so. Is it not? Well, it is, but apparently your dad being on Spotify isn't something you mentioned. You've broken Spotify, haven't you? That's what it is. You've broken I've, Spotify for I your think kids. I've ruined Spotify for them by the fact that I'm oh, now on it. Don't tell them we're on Instagram. Fucking hell. Oh, are we on Instagram? We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I never got on with Twitter. That's our social media. I'm not media. Donald Trump enough for Twitter. I, just, I do have a Twitter. I can't remember my password. But um, I've never tweeted... That's what you call it, isn't it? Tweeted? I thought it was twatting. Oh, well, look. <laughs> but I, I, I just... I don't... I just... I don't... I, it's just... I just don't gel with it. Um, I'm on Facebook. I, I get banned from Facebook a lot. It started banning me for um, using bad words. Oh. Yeah, I, I called somebody a mong. A mong? A mong. And um, yeah, I got a warning. And do you know what? It's, it's getting overly sensitive because, like... My mate Ash, I'll give, he's, he's a nice lad. I'll, I'll give him a mention, Mash. Uh, mash. Mash, Ash, Smash. Um, he's in my motorcycle club, he's Ash. He's a good lad. An old, old, old man in a very, very young man's body. Right? And he's a boring fucker. And he's also a massive fanny. And I tell him he's a massive fanny. And I get a warning. Yeah, your post may um, contain words that we consider to be bullying or harassment. Well, that's the point. I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. They've got a bit of it. I think. I think they have. I think they need to stop trying to police us and just let us get on with it. So, we are on social media. If you put any of them in and forward slash dirty Kimbasa, there we are. Um, Because conveniently, nobody else in the world has picked such a ridiculous name. So we've got that. To be honest, people still don't get it, do they? No, no. I'm not sure. I'm not going to tell them anymore. So, dirty Kimbasa at gmail dot com. Correct. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Anchor.fm forward slash Dirty Kimbasa. You could, actually, on that, you could record a voice message on there. And if you told a good tale on there, we could actually let you be on our podcast rather any, than emailing um, it in. Yeah, if there are any commercial enterprises out there that want to us to be the voice of their products, you uh, know. Uh, Nando's or... Uh, Nando's, <laughs> you know. Um, McDonald's. 
I'm all right with McDonald's. I'm all right with McDonald's. With Nando's and you've had some praise today. can kiss my ass. Um, don't think they'd want to. <laughs> <laughs> not, after, not after the slating you just gave them. I've never had a Nando's now. I'm curious. I wouldn't bother. I'm, I'm curious. What what even is Piri Piri? It's chilli sauce, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Basically, yeah. I don't know. I just, it's, is it Portuguese? I don't know. I don't cook. Did I mention I've got my wife's an excellent cook? Yeah. Well, I haven't cooked for 15 years. I have a, I have a friend on Facebook in Brazil. I shall ask her. Right. Yeah. Is it a Brazilian thing? I don't know. How many is a Brazilian? Because <laughs> she's going to say, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I don't know. Why do I know? It's yeah, Spanish they, they, in they, No, no, they're, they're Portuguese, though. though, aren't they, Brazilians? Yeah, yeah. They are, they, they, That's what I'm saying. Dis- How would I know displaced, it's Spanish? Displaced Portuguese, yeah, yeah. I believe. So You've just reminded me. I'll tell this now because it's quick before we finish off. I have a Brazilian friend, and she's a linguist. So she's learned about six languages, which is how we met. Talking English and practising... Uh, she used me, basically. But she went to a Japanese class. So she'd take a total tangent because she'd done all sort of uh, European languages, you know... Japanese teacher says to him in class, if you speak two languages, you're bilingual. If you speak more than two languages, you're multilingual. If you only speak one language, you're English. (laughs) (laughs) And we are shit with languages, aren't we? We are. Je suis désolé. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm probably in a a minority really I, think, to I, I be don't honest, speak a second language I, I actually find languages really interesting and, and I think more so the more I, I now I'm a bit of a historian I think I've mentioned that before history is really my thing but um, our language is English is wonderfully expressive now there's a lot of French influence from the Norman conquest but there's also when we go back to our like Anglo-Saxon heritage, there's a lot in common with English. If this and gets like, educational informative, I'm going to edit it out. All right, fair enough. <laughs> but like Old Dutch and things like this, and I love listening to the Dutch. I think that's a great language. I can't speak it. No. But I can sometimes communicate. You've got to be able to spit if you speak Dutch. You're like... <sighs> no, you're it's... Gonna... it's I, I once asked for directions in Holland. I was driving a wagon. In English or Dutch? And I asked in English because right. the guy spoke English, but with his Dutch. And the way he described it, it was just fun. So, head on ahead, and there is a beautiful long curve, <laughs> you know. And you go down the curve, and he was just, just enthusiastic with his yeah. directions, and it was great. And I, I, I like listening to other people. It's Animated. It's yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good, but yeah. Um, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. So, yeah, there we go. Social media, three of them. Email dirtykimbastagmail.com. That is episode five done and dusted. Thanks for listening, if you did. Uh, share it, please share it, because... Oh, don't. We, no, don't. <laughs> if you don't like somebody, give them a link to a podcast, you waste an hour of their life while they listen. An hour they'll never get back. Yeah, well, I don't think we're that bad. We we just talk rubbish, don't we? Talk rubbish. I'm going to put eating on in this so, shed because I'm freezing my testicles off. <laughs> my, my scrotum is retreating inside my body and my John Thomas is like a little walnut whip. So, thanks for listening. That's noise at eating going That's on. That's eating going on. That's cracking as we've finished that. That's well done. Well done, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.